Well, here's something interesting. The landscape for college athletes has changed dramatically after the NCAA announced that college athletes will have the opportunity to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. It's referred to as nil. Major brands already have taken advantage of the new rules. Joining us now, Christy Dosh, sports business contributor for Forbes. So glad you're with us. What an exciting topic this is. You wrote an article yesterday about Dr. Pepper signing the quarterback over at Clemson for its new ad campaign. Is this good news? How are people receiving the news on college athletes now getting some endorsements for their name, image, and likeness? It's been really interesting. We're about six weeks into student athletes being allowed to monetize their name, image, and likeness. We've seen them selling their autograph, creating their own merchandise, hosting lessons and camps, uh, creating NFTs. I mean, you name it. They've been doing all sorts of things. But this entrance of Dr. Pepper into the market is really big because it's the first major national brand that we've seen get involved in this landscape. And I think they're just the first of many. I, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure nobody really expected that for Dr. Pepper just like that. And when we think of Dr. Pepper, maybe we think of Coca-Cola or Pepsi or Monster, um, maybe things that are non-alcoholic, as you mentioned, student athletes, and in this case, many of, of, of whom are under the age of 21. That being said, do you foresee it's possible that some of these others that I mentioned could get in on this? I do think so. There's some strange rules happening around it. You've got NCAA rules at the top that are very broad. Then you have some state laws, only about 15 of which are active right now, although there are others that are coming online over the next year or two. And then you've got institutional policies. And one of those things that comes up a lot in institutional policies is that student athletes can't have deals that conflict with existing athletic department or university sponsorships. And many athletic departments and universities already have pouring rights deals with Coca-Cola or Pepsi. They have deals with Gatorade, Powerade. So it'll be interesting to see how those different you know, beverage companies find their way into this landscape. But I think there's still ways for them to do it. I think it's, uh, you know, obviously this has been an ongoing debate for many, many years I say many because I was a college athlete, NCAA Division I women's soccer. And um, this is something that people have talked about for so long because then they leave from college, they go pro, and they sort of missed out on the opportunity to make much needed funds, right, to monetize on their great performance in their, in their sport. So as a person with fortune, right, and you're the pro, we're turning to you, you wrote this great article. What do you think we might see? What is most likely to happen and what is less likely to happen? So social media promotions are happening like crazy left and right. I just saw some stats this morning from one of the marketplaces that student athletes can sign up for. And the majority mm. of the deals that are getting done are social media because that's kind of the low hanging fruit. You had a lot of student athletes who already had large followings on Instagram or on TikTok, YouTube. And so they were able to monetize, you know, right away on July 1st when this all went into action. But we're seeing more and more of them put together private lessons and camps. We're seeing them partner with apparel companies to do 
their own merchandise. You know, we see them finding all these different ways that they can get involved in the marketplace. So I think social media promotion will continue to dominate, but I think student athletes are chasing a lot of other interests. I've got a young woman I've been talking to who is doing custom art on sneakers. uh, And I've had others who are doing nutrition blogs. So there really is this new world of opportunity and student athletes can use this time to build something they can actually take with them far beyond graduation. I wonder how investors could even begin to try and um, invest, right, in something. You know, I don't know if it's buying Nike or something. That's a huge name. But is there any way for somebody who's an investor to look at a trend here? Yeah, I would say what I'm hearing the most in terms of investors is there are a lot of companies that came into this space to help student athletes navigate it, whether it's with education or it's providing the marketplaces or it's helping them create NFTs. And I get those pitches in my inbox every single day from these companies. And I know a lot of them are out there looking for investors right now because there are so many flooding the marketplace and they're not all going to survive. And so the ones that aren't well capitalized, I think will probably be gone by this time next year. But the ones who really have a unique value proposition, I think could be really enticing for investors. I admire you, Christy Dosh. I don't admire your inbox. Your inbox must be flooded on a daily basis. I'm not sure how you possibly keep up because this is exciting stuff. And of course, uh, the athletes are extraordinary too. Thank you so much. Christy Dosh, sports business contributor, Forbes. Thank you.